life gets so much simpler, like so much easier when you stop arguing with the beliefs that other people hold, right? And not that I'm the champion of this, just ask the people closest to me. But my perspective has changed on this. And now I try to spend less energy debating the beliefs that people hold and rather digging into, well, what are the experiences that have created those beliefs? I had an experience yesterday with a uh, with all the new VPs in this company that we consult with. I want to share it with you and then I want to dig deeper into this issue. So let's go. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching executives, impacting their results. And you all, I don't know um, how many of you joined us for this live web class we did last week. But um, wow, what a, what 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 a thrill that was! This is the first time that we've gone live with uh, with like a public audience. You know, we're doing all these meetings virtually or in person with clients, obviously, but but we haven't done like an open enrollment, an open session since we left the firm that we used to be a part of. And uh, so you just have no idea what to expect. I used to do a lot of live webinars, especially when COVID first hit. Um, and, and so, and we, we had a lot of people that would show up for those and we had the, you know, the, the whole backing of the firm and their marketing machine, whatever that, and which ended up not being that, that effective. But anyway, the firm would help promote this and, and, and our colleagues. And so this was the first time since leaving that and being on our own that we've done a live event, uh, what we're calling a live web class. And we did it around the, the new book that we, that we just published the great resignation, and uh, it was killer, you all. More than a thousand people participated, which is crazy. I mean, we didn't buy ads. We didn't do anything like that. We just simply announced it on LinkedIn and then sent invites to a bunch of people that we know and more than a thousand people from companies that are just a lot of companies we've worked with and a lot of companies we've never done any business with. We don't have any idea how these people found us. And so anyway, I'm coming off the high of that and uh, and also traveling a lot more. In fact, I leave for the airport in just a few hours. I've been I've been on uh, I've been in one or two um, meetings with clients on site the last several weeks. So I, traveling at least once, sometimes twice a week, which is it's it's picking up. And 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 the airports that I've been in, crazy busy, like insanely busy. So I'm not the only one, obviously, that's traveling um, again. And I, I, I'm finding that it's, you know, with the clients of different organizations that we work with, some companies, like I was talking to one, a big insurance company, a Fortune 10 company that I was on the phone with an executive Oh gosh, when was it? Probably Friday of last week. And she was telling me, yeah, we're not yet meeting in person. We're not doing a lot of that. And and then I was in New Jersey with a, uh, a large pharmaceutical company. You all would recognize the name if I said it. And, um, and I swear, it, like it was impossible to find a parking spot. You know, they're just hundreds of people, if not thousands back in on their campus. And so um, it's interesting to see those those two different approaches. So anyway, um, that's kind of the, the the quick update from my world. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you're doing well. I hope business is going great. Isn't it crazy how much money is being spent in the economy right now? Like all industries. There are a few companies that I work with that are hurting. 
where, you know, they're off their metrics, but, but most are not, most are having phenomenal years and, and the growth is presenting its own challenge. In fact, it's the biggest, I would say the biggest challenge, the, the biggest, the two biggest challenges that the organizations and executives that we work with across different industries are dealing with right now. One is attracting and retaining the best people, hence why we wrote the book, The Great Resignation. Um, and uh, so attracting and retaining people because the workforce is there's so much movement right now. It's just insane. And and then the second biggest challenge is um keeping up with the growth. So supply chain issues and just trying to keep up with, with demand and changing demands, right? So those are the biggest challenges. Okay. I want to share an experience I had yesterday in a virtual meeting. This is with a fortune 50 client, big, uh, big company we work with. Um, we know a lot of executives there and, and they asked us a few months ago, they said, Hey, we've got all these new VPs and we do a session with them. We used to do it in person, but we're going to try to do it virtually. Would you all mind coming in? This is Jared Jones and I, the, the co-founder of our consulting firm, Lone Rock Consulting. So he and I were invited in by this company. They said, would you do the keynote and take uh, an hour and a half virtually in this meeting? We're going to have the CEO of our company and then the head of strategy brief all these new vice presidents around the world who will be logging in. And then we want you, you two to take uh, the last hour and a half of, of the session. So we go in and we're sharing some of the data, right? Like we're at our whiteboards uh, in our home offices, sharing some of the data from the great resignation, what, what's happening out there at a macro level. And the way we facilitate, if you've ever been in a meeting with us, um, you know that it's interactive. We're asking your perspective. And if it's a smaller group, meaning like under two or 300, then we try to get lots of, we want to hear your voices. So we're bringing you on and letting you speak and, and, and we're facilitating discussion because that's how alignment happens. Alignment happens when people are talking. I'm getting aligned to what you're asking me to do. When you give me a chance to react to it, to speak to it, to process it out loud, I, I, I'm not getting aligned when you're just throwing information at me, right? So we, we practice what we preach. We seek to get these groups aligned to what we're presenting to them. And we do that through asking them lots of questions and letting them react to what we're saying. So we get to the, a point in this meeting where we're doing that. And it's so interesting because one person in one part of the world, in one part of this organization, a, a person who's been elevated to VP, promoted to vice president in this company, they speak up, they come off mute and they say, hey, I, um, I think our company is really good at this particular thing. And I think the data that you all are sharing, it's interesting from a macro standpoint, what's happening out there in the world. But I don't think we're really affected by that. Like we're not having a challenge retaining people and we're, we're doing we're doing pretty good. And I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of our company and what we're doing. And and so we said, OK, cool. Well, that's awesome. Great. We're glad you're experiencing that. And I'm thinking because of how much I work with leaders in all around the world and in all different industries, I'm thinking that might be true, but the chances are that you're probably not as well off as you think you are. And your culture is probably not as healthy as you think it is. And it may be stronger than others and it may be really good, but there's always things that people are struggling with. And there are always areas where we as leaders need to improve and where our teams feel like we're not, we're not um, spending enough time or energy or effort um, focused on. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just, we're, we're human beings. So there's always room for improvement. So I, this person makes that comment and I'm thinking, okay, I'm interesting. Then the very next person weighs in and says, well, actually I think that we're not good 
In fact, I think we're really bad at this. In fact, I, I think that these trends that that we're hearing about, well, like we need to really pay attention to this because we we need to be better at this. I, I, we used to have a competitive advantage in this in this area of culture and whatever else, but now we don't. And then another person went in, they're like, well, but I've seen the data and here's this data. And they started sharing numbers, right? Facts and figures. And, and they went on for a few minutes and the really, really um, impressive argument from the standpoint of, hey, I've got data here of what's going on in our company. And, and, and then the, <laughs> you know where this is going, right? The very next person pipes up and they've got data. They're like, well, actually, I've got some data too. And it shows that we aren't good at this. Here's my point. It's really interesting in facilitating this discussion, right? Because you don't, it's one of the things I love about what I do, being in front of a group of leaders and smart people facilitating discussion. They're passionate. Um, they've got opinions. They've got experience. They've got wisdom. And, uh, and so you never know. You never know where the conversation's going to go. Again, whether you're in person or you're doing a meeting virtually, you just have to you have to roll with it. And and what I've learned is every single person who spoke up in that meeting with all the different opinions, they all um, none of their beliefs are wrong. Think about that for a minute. All of them, every belief that was shared, there's some there's some element of truth or there's some fact to back it back it up that what they're saying is they're sharing their beliefs based on their experience. And you can't argue with that. Like this has been my experience. I've worked at this company or that company. I think we're better. OK. And then you get somebody else over here that says, well, I've worked at that company and that company and I work on this team now and I'm interacting with that business unit and I think we're worse. OK. Like, I'm not going to challenge any of that. And I, I wasted, I have wasted so much energy. I still do it, you all, because it's human nature. But I've wasted so much energy in my life challenging, arguing with, pushing back on the beliefs that other people hold. They're not right. How could you think that? Oh, my gosh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're totally wrong, right? And then I've come to realize it doesn't do much good because they they haven't made up the belief that they hold. And so I'm going to walk into the room or I'm going to enter the conversation and go, oh, actually, you're wrong. And the way it really is or the data you need to look at is this. And they're going to like collapse. Like, is that what I'm expecting them to do? Like, just throw out the data or or the belief that they hold or the experiences that they've had? That's ludicrous. And yet I, that, that has been my expect, expectation. I haven't thought of it that way, but that's kind of what, what we do when we enter a conversation. We ask, we offer our opinion, expect everybody else to abandon theirs, right? You tracking with me? And so what's the takeaway? The takeaway is um, when people are sharing their beliefs, validate them. Oh, that's really interesting, Lisa. Thank you for sharing that. That's interesting. You know, I've had a different experience and what I'm seeing over here is this and, and, and share yours and then get other people's perspectives. But what I've, what I've realized is just let those beliefs exist. And then a couple of things that I'd coach you on. Number one is, um, share yours, let people share their perspectives. 
and and validate them. Like don't don't go in and crush somebody because or crush somebody's belief because when you do that, what you're basically saying is no 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 you don't get it. I'm right. And you're an idiot. You know what I mean? You aren't really saying that, but you're saying, no, you need to abandon your belief. You need to disregard any data, any experience you've had, any whatever. You need to throw all that away because I have spoken. And that that just is that's why disengagement exists on teams. That's why there's, you know, there's this whole chapter in our book, The Great Resignation, about the great discontent. That's fueling a, a good chunk of the, the, the movement in the job markets because people are sick of being treated that way. And they don't they don't like that. And so, well, but then how do you get to how do you advance things? Right. If if everybody's got opinions and strong opinions and they're conflicting and then how do you how do you move forward? Here's how you choose a decision maker. Period. That's it. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that this is one area that I'm passionate about that leads to so many inefficiencies in organizations. So it's on this particular topic or this particular project or whatever it is, I'm the decision maker or I'm the CEO or I'm the owner or I'm the vice president or I'm the leader of this team or I've been given responsibility to make the decision in our company on this thing. So thank you, Mike, for sharing your perspective. I and I'm not going to discount it. Like, I believe that what you're saying, you really believe that. And there's truth to it. And that's there's some reality there. And then, you know, Susan, what you're saying, there's truth to that, too. And I so appreciate you sharing that. All of those things, I'm listening to them. And what, I've, what I'm ultimately deciding is this. So I'm not challenging, pushing back and telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying I've heard the different viewpoints. I have my own as well. And the decision on this particular issue is that this is where we're going. And so whether if I'm the decision maker, then I make the decision and we move forward. I'm not challenging the belief. I'm just, I've heard it all. And now we're moving. And if I'm not the decision maker, then I realize, Oh, okay. Well, the only thing I can do on this topic is bring up my opinion, bring up my perspective, share the data that I have access to, and then try to influence your decision. And then when you make the decision, I have two choices. I can get aligned to it and realize, okay, I'm not the decision maker. I probably wouldn't have gone in that direction. I wouldn't have done it that way, but I'm okay. Like we can move forward. Let's try that approach out. And if it works, it works. It's awesome. And if it doesn't, we're going to fail quick and then we'll regroup and we'll go a different direction. And so if I'm the, if I'm not the decision maker, my option is get aligned with that mentality or decide that I cannot get aligned and then and then figure out what that means. Does that mean I need to not be part of this team? Does that mean that I need to, um, it could mean lots of different things. But what I'm not going to do is be bitter. I'm not going to be bitter because you didn't, you didn't share my belief. You don't see the data the same way I do. I'm not the decision maker you are on this particular thing. So I'm going to sit here and be bitter for the next three months or sabotage your decision by bad mouthing it to everybody. That's a miserable life to live, right? You will not be happy if you choose that approach. And so just a couple of things that are on my mind. It was so interesting. You all in this conversation yesterday in this meeting, because there was, <laughs> there was so much passion and yet absolutely polar opposite opinions from these different vice presidents in different parts of the organization. 
And as I'm listening to them, you know, live with all the studio lights on in my home office and the camera blaring on at me and all these leaders in, you know, I'm thinking, how do I react? And, um, and, and the way you react is you validate the opinion. That's really interesting, Lisa. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for speaking up. So Lisa feels like, okay, uh, my, my, my perspective mattered. And then Mike, that's interesting. Thank you. Even though what you said completely contradicts what Lisa just said, you know, I'm making up these names, obviously, at least I think I am. I don't remember anybody's name uh, that was offering specific opinions yesterday, but just something to think about. That's really, really helped me a lot. And when I'm good at this, you all and exercising it, demonstrating it, my personal and professional life, I'm happier and uh, and there's more alignment around me and things just jive better. People feel they feel more intact. And when I am not good at that and I have a weak moment, I'm just crushing somebody's belief or their opinion and going after it. Um, I find that it never really ends well. It typically does. I don't even feel better about it. And so it ends up, it ends up not leading to anything positive. So just a few thoughts. Okay. If you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, make sure you tap on the uh, follow or subscribe button, whatever app you're using. And if you haven't checked out our new book yet, I think that even if you don't lead a big corporate team, um, I think that you'll find tons of value in this book. I'm biased, obviously, because it represents months and months of my life. But if I had had access to this book and uh, and some of the trends are right now, right? They're, they're affecting this moment in business, probably the next five to 10 years. But but other. And so I think that's really valuable to be able to read in and find out some of those trends that are happening. But even if um, if you weren't reading it for the trends, we talk about how to collaborate. We talk about diversity of opinions, like some of the things that I've been talking about in this episode actually are covered in the book. And so there's just if, if you're seeking to strengthen your leadership ability, I'd ask you to check out the book. We, we didn't write it. You all we're not going to we're not going to make a ton of money off the sales of this book. We're just we're just not well known enough. You know, we're not in a Simon Sinek or a. Um, JK Rowling or obviously anybody like, like that. And so our book is more, it's actually more purpose driven. It drives some of our consulting agreements. It drives some of our credibility. That's what, you know, that's some of the reasons why we write these books. It's not for the money that comes from the book. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not um, saying what I'm saying about the book to, to try to drive sales so we can make more money. It's not that it's because I actually think there's stuff in there that can help you. They can help you in this moment and whatever your situation in life is, whatever team you're trying to lead. I think you'll find value. If I'm wrong, send it back to Amazon and ask for your money, ask for your money back. Okay. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to cut you loose. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you in the next episode.